0: Now, in this video, you're going to learn how to use arpeggios to create more melodic guitar solos. Now, it's the first video in a three-part series for my new course, Melodic Soloing. It's on sale now at the link in the description. All right, so the first, in my opinion, the most important thing about melodic soloing is making a connection to the chords. So you want to make sure, for instance, if you're soloing in the key of E minor, if your song's in the key of E minor, You're not just thinking E minor pentatonic or E minor, you know, natural minor or something like that. You're thinking about the chords in trying to make some sort of connection to those chords. Now, there's two ways that you can do this. Number one, you can do that by knowing the notes on your fretboard and knowing your theory so you know what notes are in each chord and you're able to visualize those. If you're not really able to do that, the other thing you can do is just simply visualize chord shapes across your fretboard, and there's a lot of different ways of doing this, but let me show you a couple of things. So let's say our first chord was going to be E minor. So what we might do here is we might visualize E minor, even in the open position. Let's say I come down here and play those notes of an E minor chord. Okay, now I could visualize those notes right here as well or or visualize those notes up there as well now what I want to do is start trying to build out that visualization so I have more stuff to work with here and then in the next video we're gonna actually add on top of here but let's just start with one thing at a time here so as I play I'm thinking about my notes now if you know anything about your theory you're playing E G and B or the root the third and the fifth if you don't don't worry about that but so I'm, I'm building up Or I might play. Or if I was up here. So the point is, I've got a number of different avenues or directions I can go on my fretboard as I'm trying to lay out these notes, the three notes of the chord. And I could even start kind of wrapping them around each other. Now, that's not enough to get us there, but it's certainly a wonderful start. Now, you might not see all of that, but if you could just see a little bit just to get started, that's really important. Now, let's say the next chord that comes up is going to be G major. So we're moving from E minor to G major. So the next thing I do then is as I'm playing and I move from E minor... The next thing I wanna do is start trying to visualize G major. And again, you're gonna do it one of two ways. Either you already know all the notes on your fretboard and you can visualize all of your chords and things like that, or you're trying to visualize some shapes. So G major, for instance, if I was visualizing what I call the cage chording system, which we all call cage chording system, but if I was visualizing the G chord here, more importantly, visualizing the G chord right here, or I could even see it right off of this, okay? More importantly, if I think about the D chord being moved up, D, E, F, G, I could see the G chord sitting right there. So as I'm playing E minor, and then G comes up, I could drop into that. Now as I'm doing this, and again, I've got a couple more videos coming here. We're going to keep elaborating on this. But I might not just sit and play the arpeggios up and down like this. I might just start thinking about just a couple of notes that I want to emphasize so that E minor is being played and I come up. And then G comes up. Okay. Now in the next video, what we're going to be doing is adding in the notes of the scale around this arpeggio to give it more of an authentic feel, okay? So E minor's being played. And here comes G. E
1: minor comes back.
0: And then back to G. Okay? So it's just something to get you started a little bit and thinking about what you need to do to start visualizing these chords across the fretboard in these arpeggios or this cage cording system. Because you can come up with some really simple ideas but are really effective. If I just decided, let's say we're doing something where I'm going to create a bit more repetition. So the E minor's being played and I'm going and then G and then C and then D. See, I could create a little repetitive idea by doing something very simple like that. And of course, we can expand this. So what we do need next, though, is to start adding some more notes in, and that's where the next video is going to come in. So make sure that you watch for that. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Now in the second video, I'm gonna show you how to add color notes to your solo using the diatonic scale. It's the second video in a three-part series for my new course, Melodic Soloing. And it's on sale now at the link in the description. All right, hopefully you joined me in the last video where we were talking about visualizing our fretboard and adding arpeggios across the fretboard to be able to create more melodic ideas and then wrapping those together, different chords and different arpeggios. Well, what we're gonna do today is we're gonna bring back in the other notes of the scale and we're gonna be talking more about diatonic today. But again, don't get hung up on the terminology and things like that. We cover all those kinds of things in the melodic soloing guitar course. Um, but I think it's really important because that's where some of the color is gonna come back into this thing. So if we think about it, if we expand on the last video where I was playing the E minor, the G, I think I did C and D or something like that. Uh, But if I did E minor and just did a simple arpeggio like that, but started thinking about a position, maybe I just want to find a spot I want to solo in here. Maybe right there. If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button.